1: Five o'clock in the Southland, straight up on Shadano and Kappa Live Imaging Tuesday, 30 minutes away from the Toyota Lakers' countdown to tip off with Slee. It is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Producer Lizzie.
2: Thanks, Christopher. All right, guys. So Bryce Harper was activated off the injured list this afternoon and is in the lineup at DH for the Phillies tonight as they take on the Dodgers here in L.A., Harper, of course, underwent Tommy John surgery back on November 23rd, making it only 160 days in between surgery and his big league return, which is insane. So to put that into perspective, the average time for position players to return to the pros was 382 days or 12 and a half months, which is more than twice as long as Harper coming back. Uh, He wasn't expected to play again until July, so it's the fastest return on record by a major leaguer from Tommy John surgery.
3: Super it's impressive. wild, yeah,
2: yeah. It's insane. It is.
3: It's like Bryce Harper found the Bryce Harper of Tommy John surgeons. You feel me on that?
4: Yeah. He
2: found the Bryce Harper of elbows, maybe. Elbows well, I mean, it's surgeons, just like LeBron yeah.
3: found the LeBron mm-hmm. of foot doctors. Yeah. Bryce Harper found the Bryce Harper of Tommy John surgeons. And I know while he was in LA, he was seeing Doctor Neil Alatrash. Shout out to you, Doc. Oh, do so, you
2: know him?
3: Uh, I do.
2: That's awesome. You have the same doctor as Bryce Harper? That's pretty cool, Cap.
3: No, I don't have the same doctor. I just I know Dr. Oh, okay. Trash. okay.
2: Yes. Well, yeah, it's crazy. But and and I hope that nothing bad happens because like I was telling you yesterday, Cappy, I never really liked Bryce Harper just because I think he seems like he's kind of a jerk. But like I, I'm really rooting for him now because this is this is pretty pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, come back that fast from Tommy John surgery. Pretty good. Well, I guess the DH. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's the other thing. He, yeah. He, yeah, he's not,
2: he's he not going to play. They said probably for a couple of weeks, but still, the fact that because he has a pretty like unique swing, you know, and I know he, oh he
4: does, he does. But um, I I saw Stefania Bell today on ESPN, and she talked about how uh, being able to hit uh, he will allow him. You know, most of these guys that have Tommy John are pitchers, right? So yeah. you can't really throw. He's not going to be able to throw for a long time, still, like several months. Um, or longer maybe, but yeah, he can hit, so that's why he'll DH. Yeah, he hit, they're they're probably going to put him at this. first
2: base. Yeah, they're going to put him at first base when he comes back because he doesn't have to throw as much. So that's right. interesting. Yeah,
3: too. but I still think he's going to DH a lot. Yeah, M- most what he did last year realized. when with his arm all messed up, he was doing that. Yeah, so just taking a look right, at this that Dodgers is- game tonight. Who who's pitching tonight for? Well, uh, he is. Oh, okay. So now that that makes it even that much more interesting. He gets to face uh-huh. Arias as he yeah. as he comes back. <laughs> nice.
2: It's not Urias, it's Urias. Well,
3: sometimes I anglicize things.
2: I know, I just wanted
3: to say. That is what you need to know. Brought to you
4: by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, a couple of things here. Stephen A. Smith, on first take today, had a comment about LeBron and Steph that kind of raised my eyebrow just a little bit, okay? Let me hear what he said this morning about LeBron and Steph.
5: I suspect there's a healthy level of fear, F-E-A-R, yes, I said it, fear of Steph Curry. And let me tell you something, it's justified, it's justified, I ain't insulting him. Who ain't scared to death of Steph Curry? Steph Curry is at a point in his career. Where the minute he launches, because you didn't block the shot, you like, damn. I've seen opponents that don't even want to look at the rim because they don't want to see the ball going through the basket because they know what's coming. Who has suffered that more than LeBron James? Steph Curry has been a walking nightmare for LeBron James. LeBron knows what's coming. He knows what's coming. And let me tell you something right now. He is very worried. Doesn't mean he won't be ready. Doesn't mean he won't show up. Doesn't mean that he won't make sure he does his part. But is he worried? You damn right he's worried. So I'm going to throw out that word fear because it's respectful. I'm not, I'm not saying he's scared and shivering in his boots like some punk. No, I'm not accusing LeBron, the great LeBron James, of that. But damn it, this is Steph Curry we talking about. That brother worried. He's worried. <laughs>
3: yeah that brother's worried he worried I mean, he, he,
4: he's good at television but the what here's what i would say you um, that brother's not
3: worried uh, see i
4: think fear and worry are two different levels though you know what i'm saying like i don't think they're the same thing do you um, think that it's I've,
3: insulting to, to say that lebron yes, is fearful yes, you do
4: i do i do i would i would i would tell stephen a smith um that i think that there are levels to this and anybody would be worried for the reasons that are aforementioned, right? Like, of course, I mean, he's lost three series to him before. And I think that it, on the with the biggest stakes on the line, right? So, I, and he knows better than anyone what Steph is capable of doing. But fear, I don't think LeBron fears anybody. I think LeBron, having been around LeBron for a long time now, and again, don't really know him other than just what he is as a basketball player. But having been around him long enough to know, I don't think he fears anyone. I think that he thinks, um, no matter what, that he's going to be the most impactful player on the floor every time he steps on the floor. So I don't think he has a fear of Steph Curry. I think worry is natural. Of course you're worried because he's you're facing another one of the all-time greats on the other side. So I think there's a great respect, um, although there used to be a great dislike. Uh, but now I think and as they've aged, there's become more of a respect.
3: Well, I mean, listen, I don't think it's insulting by Stephen A to say that LeBron is fearful it doesn't mean like I'm worried like Steph Curry's going to come beat me up. You know, it just means that what I'm worried about is that there's probably not anybody really on our team that can truly shut him down. And so what, what I'm fearful, I'm putting that in quotes, what I'm fearful of is a 50-point game. Or he really gets hot and goes beyond something like that. So, I mean, I don't think fear is necessarily a, an intentionally disrespectful term. But like Stephen A says, you know LeBron knows what's coming his way right now. I mean, as you point out, the, the record is 3 and 1. Steph Curry against LeBron James head to head in the playoffs, 3 to 1 in favor of Curry. And I think the one was just when the Lakers won that play-in game a couple of years ago. So No, no, the one
4: was in 2016.
3: Okay. Well, then thank you for the uh, I stand corrected. But the point yeah, is I, the play-in
4: actually is weird cuz it actually doesn't count.
3: All right. Well, the point is though is that I don't really find it insulting, but um, I don't think he's afraid of him. He's worried about what he might be able to do, and I don't think the word "fear" is just so. I don't think it's that insulting.
4: But
5: yeah, you tell well,
3: Stephen A. You let him know. I'll tell him that I don't think it's
4: uh, that it's the proper word. I think he got it right afterwards when he said "worried." That mm-hmm. makes more sense to me. All right. Um. And look, these guys didn't li- didn't like each other, but look, there is a. A ton of growth as age has gone by in regards to the amount of respect they have towards each other. I still think deep down inside, there's probably some semblance of everybody's talking about him as the greatest player on the planet when I'm the greatest player on the planet, even though he was winning the titles. I do think there was some of that.
2: How did that go again?
4: Talking about him as the best player on the planet. I was the best (laughs) player on the planet when he was winning those titles.
3: I mean, it's like you just jumped right into character. Wow super uh, impressive
4: listen i mean forget what
3: i think what does Winhorse
4: think i mean you you found some Windhorse sound what did he say about all this stuff today let me hear it the first one the 19 second one
6: i think lebron genuinely had animus for steph 2015 16 17 number one it bothered him that he thought he was the best player and steph was winning the mvps And it also bothered LeBron that Steph, you know, got so much attention and credit, you know? Uh, But I think that's changed.
4: Yeah. I mean, back then, he did. I mean, I remember there was a play during one of those final series um, in the one where the Cavs came back to win um, where LeBron blocked a Curry shot and just kind of gave him, like, the -the over-the-shoulder, like, snark, smug, like, you know, like stanky face, you know what I mean? And like, I feel like that's probably still like a gift somewhere on Twitter, probably. But yeah, like there was not real love there. Uh, I well, would the say, I mean, Lindsay hates old, him. Old Lindsay hates about. him for throwing a, a, a mouthpiece for God's sake.
2: Most Cavs fans hate him because of, I, I would say because of the mouth guard incident, but also because he was super annoying. Like, You'd think that we would hate Draymond more, but I hate Steph Curry way more than anyone. What
4: are you through. talking about? You should love Draymond. He's the reason you won a championship.
2: Oh yeah, right. Yeah right.
4: I mean, the biggest reason.
2: I mean, if you want to say that, then you could also argue that the reason that the Cavs didn't win in 2015 was because Kyrie got hurt and gave one of the finals. So you know, all I know yesterday. is this. All
3: I know is that Steph Curry, outside of of Laker fan base right now, is generally regarded as one of the most likable players in the NBA by the fans. And so for for LeBron to get all upset that he's getting all these accolades and people are talking about him versus me, I know what you're talking about. I remember this all going down, but he earned it, you know. And and I think this is what going back to Stephen A. Like he, but LeBron he, was better than Steph. Of course, no, he is a better individual a talent. Better There's com- no question. Right. Yes, he's a better yes. complete player than Steph Curry is, but Steph Curry. There there's something about the way the public looks at a guy who's only 6 foot 1 who went to a small school that wasn't yeah. considered a phenom. Since you have you have shrunk old. him.
4: You keep shrinking him. Give the man the 6 foot 2 he deserves, okay? Okay, all right. I mean Is
2: he more likable because he brought his daughter to the press conferences?
3: Well, we not to you because we know you find that to be annoying. <laughs> it is we know annoying. this. We know It is this. annoying. But he's but he is trying to uh, make himself even that much more real and likable.
4: Yeah. But this series has a level of importance, um, I think, for both, because if you really look at it and, you know, Brian alluded to this in the other cut we have for Wendy, is that, look, man, father time is kind of watching here as we look at this. Let me hear it.
6: I do know this is that LeBron doesn't have much time left. Steph probably has more time. And, you know, Steph has a team and an ownership and everything that is going to probably keep him right there. I don't think you know, it's as dire for Steph as it is for LeBron. I don't know if he's going to get back to this opportunity. LeBron can, can look at the lay of the land and see a path where he can get this team to a title. And I don't know if he's going to be able to say that again. And so that's why this series I think is so important to him.
3: I think that's, um, that's pretty spot on. That at 38 years old, and by next year, this time you'll be 39 years old, you don't know exactly what this roster is going to look like, and you certainly don't know what the rest of the West is going to look like. And everybody pretty much said that the reason LeBron came rushing back is because he did see a path to something that when, when people were still talking about, will they make the play-in, all of a sudden they went, no, wait, there's actually a path to win a championship. Yeah. And will LeBron have this opportunity again? No guarantee. Steph is younger and is with the same organization that he's been with the whole time. He got a better chance of being back here. I think Wendy's right on. What do you think? He does. Um, I I still think that he's
4: not that much younger. He's only three years younger. So, I mean, yes. It's
3: the difference between like 20 years in the NBA versus probably like 13-ish.
4: Yeah, but I mean, he still played in college, right? So, it's like those miles don't count. You know what I mean? He still played a lot of basketball. So, when you're at that age, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of age on you. Uh, You know, a lot of mileage on you. But... Uh, yes. Look, I think that LeBron and Steph, if you look at their careers, uh, have played so many playoff games that it's several seasons worth of, of of games already that you tack on to their career. So either way, they're both old um, and there's not a lot of time, certainly less time for LeBron, just based on the fact he's three years older. But yeah, I, I actually, you know, I'm curious because I actually think the Lakers, even if they they fall short this year, While I think it's of the utmost importance, as I've told you, that they win that they win as quickly as possible. You know, if we've seen Anthony Davis turn, you know, in in times here
3: or at times turn into the player we've all wanted him to turn into, right? Slowly but surely, has that not happened? It has. But are you getting ready to say that going forward, if he can be that guy, then then this championship window is not closed? Is that where you're going? Uh, I would say it's not. Like close
4: shut, I mean I think it's it's certainly still pried open a bit. Yeah, not but what, not
3: not a lot, but, but a I little think, bit still. But I think what Wendy's point is is is, is hey, look, you don't know that. No, you, you don't. Know? And so and you're here. So last year you weren't in the playoffs. This year you got in, you, you're here now, and you've got a better team. And frankly, based on the numbers of winning fourteen of the last eighteen, your team is peaking at the right time. So you got to take advantage of this opportunity, this moment. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I thought
4: you were going to go into like 8 Mile there like Eminem, you know? One shot, dang, 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 dang.
3: I was thinking more like everybody from the 313, put your hands up and follow me. Yeah, yeah. That one right there from 8 Mile. While he stands tough, notice that this man does not have his hands up. <laughs> this guy's an MC. I know everything he about to say about me. I mean, you I mean, you, that's what I thought you were going for with 8 Mile. Mm. Battle scene. Feel me? (laughs) Papa Doc. You know that scene, George? I do know Papa Doc, yes. That's a good movie, actually. Yeah. He went to a private school, Cranbrook. It's a private school. But I thought you were
4: going to do like, look, if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you wanted, one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Yo. Your palms are sweaty, knees are
3: weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on the sweater already. Mom, mom's, spaghetti. mom's spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Keep going.
4: I thought you were gonna go. No, that's all I know.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: I love that. I love that. That's song. the direction I thought you were gonna go. Which, by the way, you're not wrong. You're right. Like this, and Wendy's right. Like this is LeBron's window is is closing. There's no doubt. Like right. I mean, th- there's no question. Do I think there's probably a little little bit of light still? After this year, yeah, but not a ton.
3: But Steph oh, yeah. Curry might play for the next five years for the Warriors. LeBron James is going to play for the next year or maybe two for the Lakers. So the window is closing. Sure.
4: Yeah, 100%. God, this series is going to be fun. I can't it, wait for it to I know. Start. Come on. Like, let's go. Like, can we yeah. get
3: this game started tonight?
4: Yeah, we can. And by the way, speaking of Laker fans, who can help you, by the way, on top of everything else, is our guy Jacob and Ronnie. Call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. If you were driving to a friend's house this past weekend to watch some hoops, but were injured in an auto accident and it wasn't your fault, what should you do? Call Jacob at 844 24 Jacob. Jacob and his team, they offer a free consultation. You have nothing to lose, speaking of lose yourself, right. right, by calling or explaining your situation. If Jacob begins working with you and you can move on with your life there, it's very simple, but you got to call him first at 844-24-JACOB. Jacob and his team will find you the doctor in your area special that specializes in your particular injury. They'll also work with the auto body shop and the car rental place on your behalf. That way you got the car stuff taken care of. Jacob and his team are ready to help you and get you back on your feet and get you the compensation you deserve. Call him at 844-24. Jacob. So if you were in a car accident, slip or fall or any other type of personal injury, there's only one name to remember Jacob. 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 Listen, guys, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. You call Jacob? Damn it. He's going to win for you. Call him at 844 24 Jacob. That's 844 24 Jacob. Or visit him online at calljacob.com. Radio Tinder. One more segment before we turn it over to Slee next.
3: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: Yes, indeed, a live imagery Tuesday with Sinato and Cap. The Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off pregame about 11 minutes away. Meanwhile, we move radio Tinder up. We like to play a TV theme on this day in 2018. Cobra Kai was released on Netflix you can follow our Lindsey Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Take it away. What was that? That was quick. Yeah. Well, I had, a, I had another thought. Well, I know we're rushed, but I had a thought in my head. I loved that Sedano, Jacob Imrani, Reed going to break, right? It was, it was a master class. And I liked that Sedano finally matched my intensity today. That was beautiful. Finally today, you came at it. Is that when he said, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob? Yes, he matched my intensity, Cappy. He wasn't gutless like you. Meanwhile, take it away, Producer Lindsay. <laughs> Thanks, Christopher. <laughs> oh, my gosh,
2: you guys cracked me up. By the way, Cobra Kai, I know it's a big favorite of corporate Greg. i um, never seen cor- Cobra Kai. You guys?
3: Nope. Nope, haven't seen it. Nope. We
2: all missed it. You one. know, I, 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 I
4: love the, the story because i watched Karate Kid and all the different movies, but I've never watched Cobra Kai once, actually. Yeah,
3: yeah. Love Karate Kid. I
4: haven't well, watched any right, Cobra Kai.
2: He was right about another recommendation. so I might have to I did
4: catch down. up on Ted Lasso. I caught up on the two episodes I had missed, six and seven. So
3: I'm good there now. Oh, you're all the way up to seven? I I'm still I have, still haven't gone back to number four yet.
4: Yeah, six is one of those episodes that they do like every season where it's kind of like a wacky episode and it all ties in at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked it. They were in Amsterdam. I liked the ending. It took me a minute to kind of go like, hmm, what's going on here? And then I was like, oh, I get it now.
3: I told oh, a friend of mine it. the other day that he looked like Coach Beard from uh, Ted Lasso, and he didn't take yeah. it as a compliment. Huh. I mean, just looked like Coach Beard. What can I tell you? Your beard, your hat, the color of the beard—you just looked like Coach Beard from Ted Lasso. He, like, took it like as a major insult. Yeah, I like Coach Beard. All right, so do what I. do you got, Lens?
2: Well, speaking of coaches, according to a recent email from the NFL Players Association sportsbook apps have been effectively snitching on players to the league office. You know
4: what would have wow. been really funny? If you yeah. would have started Radio Tinder by saying the Major League Baseball paying the people again for like the third time, that would have been hilarious after what we do- after we discussed it for so long yesterday.
2: It would be funny, except... It would have
4: been a funny troll. Like, it would have been really funny.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll Should've have to trolled get that us. in there. I'll no. get that in there another day. But though.
4: anyway, go ahead. Yes, so these yeah. gambling apps are snitching on the NFL players.
2: Yes, they're sn- snitching on the players. Uh, the email states that the NFL learned of players using the apps at work thanks to the monitoring and tracking technology that apps such as FanDuel use. Because, you know, that's one of the rules is you're not allowed to use any of these betting apps, even if you're betting on a completely different sport, if you're on team, like the premises of the team, grounds. Mm -hmm. So if you're at like their, you know, workout facility, camp, whatever, at the stadium, you cannot bet on anything. You can't even log into those apps. Uh, The NFL, of course, has primary partnerships with DraftKings, FanDuel, and Caesars, and secondary deals with a lot of sports books like BetMGM, WinBet, FoxBet, and PointsBet. So do you guys think that these betting companies should be snitching on the players? Swipe left or swipe right, George?
1: Ooh,
4: that's a tough one. They do have a partnership, so I guess technically they can. Um, Not ideal, though, um, but I I guess since they have a partnership, I'll allow it, although I don't
3: love it at all. I'm going to swipe left. I think it's just terrible. That is terrible. Pretty gutless. You you are an individual who is using that app, you expect a a, a a certain amount of privacy. And for the NFL to have all of these sponsorship dollars coming in from these companies, DraftKings and FanDuel in particular, and for the NFL and all pro sports to have embraced Las Vegas, to have embraced gambling, to then all of a sudden, now you're going to start ratting out players? You know what that is? That's gutless.
2: I was hoping Chris was there to throw in a gutless, but I guess he locked out of the room.
0: You're gutless. (laughs) Laura's got the next one. All right, guys. So this one is from Lindsay's fave, a mighty a-hole Reddit form. So I was reading it, and this girl was explaining that she is invited to a destination wedding. And she had a plus one. So obviously she asked her boyfriend, like, hey, whatever, whatever, let's go. He um, spent money on his outfit. Obviously, the plane ticket, all this stuff. She was just informed that her plus one has been revoked due to space limitations. So she no longer has the plus one. So she had to tell her boyfriend. Her boyfriend, obviously mad, took time off work, played for a plane ticket and all the good stuff. Says, hey, well, if I can't go, you shouldn't go. Because, you know, I I did all these things and it was for your friend. She goes, I'm sorry, babe. I'm still going. So she went to the forum and asked, like, am I the a-hole for still going? because he does not want me to go.
4: Okay. So here's what? what I would say. Um if you're the boyfriend in this scenario, I think you it so clearly it's a destination wedding, right? Yes. Or it's somewhere else? Yes. Uh just make a trip out of it. Go to the go like go go have fun in that city, right? Like go do something while the wedding is going on. It's in on. Hawaii. I mean even easier than to go do stuff like what are you talking about so that that makes it even easier like there's so many cool places you could go to in Hawaii even by yourself to go just hang out and drink and like chill at the beach whatever go take a surfing lesson
3: I don't know do something you know what I mean there's a million things you can do there I actually think this is a great idea because on one hand you could (laughs) understand where the boyfriend would be like hey you know, they invited us. Mm-hmm. Now they're they're rescinding the invitation because of space limitations. Well, I can appreciate that. But what? You know, the the third aunt is coming now from New York, and, and so now there's not room for me. Well, they invited me, and I accepted, and now they're not going to have me at the
0: wedding.
4: That is, that is weak. There's no question yeah, about that. Yeah, and but, people
0: were mad at her for saying that she was still going to go. Like, no, 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 you should stand no, by
4: No, man. you shouldn't be oh. mad at her. No, if yeah. it's but, her fa- but, friend or family right. or whatever, no.
3: But what George is saying is right on, which is, don't cancel your trip. You just got off the hook, pal. Now you don't have to go to that wedding. Eat their crappy wedding food. Okay. Yeah, Give a crappy point. wedding gift while they're at the
0: wedding. Did it say we're in Hawaii? No, it just said Hawaii. Oh.
3: You mm-hmm. go do your own thing during the wedding. And when the wedding is over, then you're part of the post party. You go,
0: go have fun, man. Yeah. Or crash this thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't think he should crash.
4: No, don't no, crash. I mean, I don't do that. Yeah.
2: Don't I'd crash. Still go. I mean, Hawaii is the best place ever. I love it.
4: Yeah. I mean there's a million cool places in Hawaii to go to, restaurants and like just awesome things to see, like beautiful places to go. Yeah, no, dude, just go. I mean you I mean you've already paid for the trip to Hawaii, just go. True. I know. True. I'm
3: telling you, she's done you a favor. Yeah, yeah. You're totally. You're not, you're I, not invited. I, I oh agree. terrible. Such I a agree. shame. Now That's
0: if different. she gets mad if he goes and parties on his own, then she's an a ho for it.
4: Yeah. Right. By the way, um, if you go to um Maui Mm-hmm. There's a great taco place. They do birria tacos there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tight Tacos, it's called, in Maui. It's delicious.
2: Oh, I've been there.
4: You have? Really?
2: Yeah, yeah I went when I was in Maui. Because and then there's uh, was...
4: Mama's House, which is like the famous place that everybody goes to. But Tight Tacos, really good. I haven't been yeah. to Hawaii in so damn long.
2: Never I been. I need to go there. I need Dude, to go there if, if
4: USC or UCLA plays in one of those like preseason basketball tournaments, we should just go. Mm.
2: Oh, let's do it. I'm down because I've never been. It's amazing. It'd be great if we had
3: a wedding ever. to go to, and then we could get out of going <laughs> to the wedding. We could go yeah, the that'd game. be great, too. Yeah. Cappy, yeah. You, right. you
2: could get married.
3: All right. one, one, yeah, oh, Cappy, oh, go get married. Well, you yes, know what? propose I've, to
2: Rachel. I've,
3: I've already Rachel. decided that if that moment ever comes, I am doing a destination wedding, but I'm doing it to a uh, resort that I stayed in in Arizona uh, a couple weeks back. I'm like, this is so easy. Everybody can get here easily. Nobody has to leave the continental United States. We're doing it here. Okay, cool. Okay. okay. Uh, all right, wait, all right, you guys don't want to come now? You guys don't want to yes. go to Arizona? You only want well, me to go to Hawaii? I Not mean, it would I'm have saving you a anymore. lot of money. Mm-hmm, okay, nah. that's fair. That's fine. Okay. I mean, all right. Uh, all right, last all right, what's, one. What's real next? Really quick.
2: A German HR company is suing for reduced rent because the employees are tired of seeing the landlord naked. The company, which rents out an entire floor in a Frankfurt office building, has complained to the landlord about his frequent nude sunbathing. They simply want him to cover up, but he refuses. So the company is asking him to lower the cost of the rent. So they've been withholding payments for months because of it. Now they're suing the landlord, and he's countersuing for the unpaid rent. Should they get a reduced rent for having to put up with seeing their landlord sunbathe naked? Swipe left or swipe right, Kepi. <laughs> So
3: the landlord is sunbathing in the nude? Mm-hmm. yep, and they don't want to see it.
2: They are an HR company.
3: Uh-huh. But this is Germany. Yes. I mean, if this were the United States, it'd be a little different. This is Germany. In Germany, yeah, is, nudity things. is like a thing. Yeah, yeah like in you Europe. turn on regular TV. You know, you go to Channel 4 in Germany, and there's like everybody's naked. I got no problem with German nudity. Yeah, I'm with
4: you, Cappy. Get naked. It's all good. All right. Radio Tinder's presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila
3: Mandala. Go to their website, tequilamandala.com. All right, Cappy, excellent work today. Yeah, pretty good work, George. Hey, if the Lakers are going to win, if they're going to steal a game on the road, this is the time to do it.
4: Okay, cool. Uh, thank you for that. Lindsay and Laura, great job. Laura's yelling in my ear. Slee, pregame. Lakers, Warriors, round two, game one. Collision course, next.